0: hi everyone and welcome to the this week in british history podcast before we get started this is an audio version of the youtube series this week in british history which is available on the british history tours uh, uh, channel so just to let you know that if you want to watch so that you also get the visuals there is a link in the show notes on this podcast which will give you the link to youtube but i've also recorded this so in a way that i hope you can enjoy it fully also as a podcast. All right, let's get started. Hello, fellow history lovers. Welcome back to my channel. My name is Philippa Lacey Brule from British History Tours. And if you love British history, then you are definitely in the right place. This week, we are looking at some of the events which happened in British history between the 3rd and the 9th of February. Please remember to subscribe to my channel, hit the bell for notifications so that you can see when I upload a new video, and give me a thumbs up. Please also comment below if you have any questions about what we've covered or if you'd like more information. In the show notes, I always include some links to sources and to Further reading if you want to go and look into any of the topics that I've covered in any more detail. This week we are covering quite a wide variety of topics. We have the normal smattering of deaths of kings and queens, and but we also have some stories relating to ordinary people and some of the things that are happening in Britain over time in this week. So, let's get started. On the 5th of February, sweet rationing was finally abolished in Britain 10 years after it was introduced during World War II. And on the same day, in 1996, genetically modified food went on sale for the first time in Britain, creating a massive backlash from environmental groups such as Greenpeace and Friends of the Earth, and concerns among the general um, population, you know, the consumers about what would this food do to us? Would it affect the food chain? Um, what were the implications going to be of this genetically modified food? And here we are 26 years later, 24 years later, even when I do my maths correctly. Um, and actually, my children, I've just realized from researching this story, don't even know what genetically modified food is they haven't actually heard the term which is is interesting also on the 5th of february but further back we're going back down to we're going back sorry to 1758 is the birth of british prime minister robert peel and it's his name that's or it's him who's credited with giving us the name the sl- the slang term for our police which are bobbies. We have bobbies on the beat, which means you're walking policemen that are uh, walking the streets, keeping an eye on things. But yeah, Bobby, of course, coming from the shortened name for Robert. So Robert Peel, born on this day, 1758. Anne Stewart was born on the 6th of February, 1665. Anne went on to become Queen Anne. She was the final Stuart to be a British monarch, and she successfully oversaw the union of Scotland and England in 1707. Also on the 6th of February, a lady called Mary Leakey was born in 1913. She was or went on to become a British paleoanthropologist. Anthropo- paleo- ah, easier said than done, probably, even though I can't say it. And her and her team were responsible for discovering the earliest known human footprints in Tasmania in 1976. These footprints are over three million years old and really helped in the understanding of human evolution. And before we move on to our bigger stories for today, another birth, notable birth, 7th of February 1812 is the birth of Charles Dickens, born in Portsmouth and famed for just classics, A Christmas Carol, Oliver Twist, Little Dorrit, um, among many others. On the 6th of February, 1783, a man called Lancelot Capability Brown died. Now Capability Brown, as he is more popularly known, was a garden architect, if you like, or landscape architect, responsible for some of the amazing gardens in our stately homes and on our estates in england now what is interesting about capability brown is his landscapes look like the quintessential english countryside but they were in fact created lakes uh, forts hills rolling countryside capability brown was responsible and his, he got the nickname capability because he could see the capability in the landscape. He, we would call it sort of potential. He could see the potential in the landscape. But his work, although beautiful, was not without controversy because villages could be demolished, um, flooded. You know, the, 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 whatever was in the way of his design could find itself no more. This week in British history cannot go past without talking about one of the most tragic events in sporting history in this country. 6th of February 1958 and a young Manchester United team are on their way back from a European Cup match that they had played in Yugoslavia. They were taking off from Munich airport and well in heavy snow. This was their third attempt and the plane Uh, hit um, trees and crashed into a nearby house and fuel um, compound um, with the loss of team members, journalists and support crew um, on that plane and um, I've found some newsreel from the time. Near Munich, a fierce blaze marks the wreck of a British airliner. In attempting takeoff, it brushed some trees at the end of the runway, then dropped 60 feet into a house and a gasoline storage shed. 21 died in the crash, 23 more are gravely injured. A shocking disaster that has a doubly great impact on Britain, for on the passenger list was the Manchester United soccer team. National champions, they were returning from Belgrade after tying Yugoslavia's crack team in the European Championship competition added for the semifinals they were national heroes every man the twisted wreckage of this airliner marks the site of a national tragedy it is for americans as if the milwaukee braves had been aboard a bitter loss to the world of sports one that will long be mourned Seven team members were lost, none of them over the age of 28, and included not just Manchester United players, but England international and an Irish international player as well. They were affectionately known as the Busby Babes after their um, manager, Matt Busby. Um, All young, all promising. This was a really successful team and my dad who's an avid Wolves supporter and if anyone knows anything about football um, that means he's not a Manchester United supporter. Even he says that the affection that the country had for the Busby Babes was already great and to lose them was a real national tragedy. Also on the 6th of February, right back now into 1685, and it's the death of Charles II. Last week we covered the execution of his father, Charles I. Please watch that video if you are interested in that. But Charles II had come back, he was the first of, uh, sorry, come back, he'd come back to the country under the restoration of the monarchy. England had been a republic for eleven years under Oliver Cromwell following the English Civil Wars and the um, execution of Charles's father, Charles I. So Charles II was the he was the the reembodiment, the the, the monarchy were back in, in Britain, we, we were going to have stability, we were going to have you know, back to the good golden age, the good old days. Um, and he had been in exile. On the continent during the, the the English wars. There's a very interesting story um, about Charles's escape um, after the Battle of Worcester where he had had to make his way all over the country um, and there were there were people looking for him. He had to, he didn't know who to trust. Anyway that's um, Again, probably something that we'll, sort, we'll cover another, for another day, but extremely interesting if you want to look at that. So he'd been in exile for 14 years and he'd come back to the country. Uh, Charles II actually died with no legitimate heirs. He famously had mistresses, Nell Gwynne being one of them, but he and his wife, Catherine of Braganza, didn't have any uh, any surviving children. So the throne passed to his brother James who became James II. On the 8th of February 1587 it's the execution of Mary Queen of Scots at Fotheringay Castle. She had been captive in England for 20 years by the time of her execution and the English Queen was Elizabeth I and she was a cousin of Mary Queen of Scots. They both descended from Henry the seventh, Henry Tudor. Henry VII's eldest daughter, Margaret, had gone and married the Scottish King, James IV, and Mary was his granddaughter. And Elizabeth had wavered over signing the death warrant of Mary, Queen of Scots, for a very long time. Mary had been found guilty of treason. A she She didn't recognise the court. She didn't recognise the charge. Um, and, and 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 the the actual the actual sentence couldn't be carried out without elizabeth's approval and um, and signature and she did sign the death warrant um begrudgingly but she wavered between the 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 decision to keep her alive or to not but her counsel was telling her that she couldn't possibly... Um, be safe while Mary was still alive. But with Mary's death, Elizabeth's problems didn't go away and the following year we have the Spanish Armada. Mary, for her part, met her end with a dignified grace and was somewhat elevated in death uh, in the hearts and minds of her people. And Elizabeth, in contrast, met the news of Mary's death with Initially, a calm followed by an uncontrolled panic. This was not something she could undo and it was something that hadn't been done before. This was regicide. She ranted at her advisers. She blamed everyone for it but herself and wrote to Mary's son, James, to say this was something that actually, this was a mistake. She'd never actually intended the sentence to be carried out. During Mary's captivity, she had pleaded over and over again for an audience with Elizabeth, but Elizabeth had refused. They never did meet in life, or there's no evidence for that uh, having happened at, that we have currently. Um, so they they never met in life. They were cousins, but um, yeah, they were in the same country, two queens in the same country, two Tudor descendants, um, but they never met, but they are now laid to rest not very far away from each other. Mary was initially buried at Peterborough Cathedral, it's still marked where her original resting place was, but her son, uh, around I think it's around 12 years after um, he came to the throne in England, had her moved from Peterborough to a very nice tomb in Westminster Abbey, not very far away from Elizabeth. And it was so. It's Mary, Queen of Scots' son, James, who became uh, James the First of England. He was James the Sixth of Scotland, who actually took um, the throne over on the death of Elizabeth the First, who, of course, Virgin Queen, uh, died childless. This week in british history is also a really important week for our current queen queen elizabeth ii because it's in this week in 1952 that she became queen but of course that also meant that this is the week that her father died they were extremely close family and george VI had died in his sleep on the 6th of february 1952 elizabeth though wasn't here she was on uh, she was on a, a, a a trip, um, an official visit to Kenya with her husband Prince Philip. She was 25 years old and she was now Queen and on the 8th of February that was formally proclaimed in London. A little bit more recently but also something that I imagine will be on her mind this week, the 9th of February in 2002 is the day when her younger sister Princess Margaret died in hospital following a stroke thank you for joining me this week on This Week in British History. I've been Philippa Lacey-Brule from British History Tours. And please remember, if you're not already subscribed to subscribe, share this YouTube video with your friends if you think that they will enjoy it as well. And remember also, if you can't watch one week, but you can listen, then this also goes out as a podcast on whatever podcast platform you normally go to. And I'll see you next week.